Welcome to another episode of the Classic Car Corner Podcast. I'm your co-host Jason Painter along with John Lockhart and Eric Benzel. And tonight we welcome Cody Martin who is going to step us through the sport of drifting. Cody, we are certainly glad to have you here tonight and thanks for joining us. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. So uh, I think because we're not on any type of video, it's probably good to let everybody know about how old you are doing this. Uh, I'm 20 years old. And you started drifting when? Um, actually drifting, I started when I was 18. Okay. But uh, I was six whenever I learned how to do it in the backyard in a go-kart that oh. my parents had got. There you go. That's right. And that's how it always starts is in a go-kart, right? Yep. Probably a little, uh, uh, what, 4.5 horsepower Briggs & Stratton engine rear mounted. Uh, it was some kind of <laughs> Chinese go-kart. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I don't gotcha. know what it was. Yeah. But, but. But you had fun with it. Oh yeah! All right, there you go. Well, now let's let's talk about the personal car that you drift now. Tell us about that. Um, so, currently, I drive a 1993 LS swapped 240SX S13 coupe. An LS in a 240SX. Yes. Yeah. So heavy front end, light rear end. I think is what we're trying to underscore here. Am I correct? Basically, yeah. <laughs> front wheel drive, <laughs> rear. Rear wheel drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Rear wheel yeah. drive. Well, I assume nothing in this well, land okay, of uh, got, I got you. hodgepodge yeah. put together uh, yeah. LS power in some uh, J- JPL. Uh, no, JDM. JDM, I think, I thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, J, uh, JPL. That's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Okay. <laughs> okay. You are on the right wavelength there. I, I, that, I, I, that's, that's, good to, that's good to know. Okay. I should pregame better. Yeah, I know. You're all, you're all good. So, um, so in the sport of drifting, Cody, uh, let's talk about some of the cars that you're also exposed to. What would you say is the most sought-after perfect drift car that most people are trying to, trying to get? I mean, it really could be anything. Okay. There's, uh, is there a more common one that you see that most? <clears throat> is it like a Subaru or is it Nissans or what? What? What do you see out there that most people are like? Oh yeah, I've got to have that. When it's like, not that it's the best, but is there a more common one that you would find out there? Yeah. So um, one of the most common drift cars that we see out there is either a 240SX or a 350Z. A 350Z. Gotcha. Which leads me to the other car that I think is really on the up and up. And I'm talking from a stock perspective here, okay? The 1986, 87 through probably 89 Toyota Corolla. Yeah, that's probably the most sought after. There you go. Uh, Those cars, if you find one, just stock. People know what they've got, and I think they're forty, fifty grand um, stock. If they're in perfect condition. Yeah, yeah. if mean, they're a little rundown, you can pick one up for like forty five hundred, five grand. Right, but but in perfect condition. Yeah, I mean, and and I'm thinking, really, but it's because people are using these cars to drift. Most yep. of them. Yeah. yeah. What made that car so popular is there was an anime that came out 
about drifting, and that was the car, the main character's car. Gotcha. Oh wow! So pop culture can, still can drive, pun intended. No, that's yeah, right. Yeah, pun, pun intended, right? There you go. Uh, what cars people are going after then? Typically, yeah. Interesting. Now it sounds like the two hundred and forty is probably weight balance ratio, just because of the wheelbase. That it, it seems like that would make more sense. But goodness, I've seen schools where they teach drifting, and they're using BMWs, yeah. um, three series or mm-hmm. one series. So, uh, what? So I guess what's a good way to get into drifting, other than just to <laughs> to uh, over, uh, oversteer, yeah. and then I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Or I'm driving a, I'm leaving a Cars and Coffee and a Mustang, <laughs> Camaro, Challenger, right? Which Viper? Yeah, yeah. Good contenders for By accident. There you go. Well, what, 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 what's the, what's the? How did you? I mean, other than in the backyard, how did you get into the sport of drifting? Um. So the way I get into it was I went to an event, spectated, seeing what everything that I needed to do to be there. And then um, I bought a car, and then I bought a truck for the engine, ripped the engine out, part out the truck, made money on it. There you go. And then um, put the engine in, and we just took it to the track, and I started messing around, trying to drift, and it just grew. All right, so so real quick, you talked about a track. Where's the track? Um, first track I went to was Salem, Indiana. Okay. It's called Riverside Drift. Okay, gotcha. And it's still in existence, probably. Yes, it is. Okay. It's on a, it's like an old pavement roundy round track. Okay. That they turn the inside portion into just a drag or big drift area. Okay, gotcha. Yep, yep. So, all right, all right. And then is that the closest one from Louisville, I assume? Um, That's... From Louisville, probably. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So are there any requirements for drifting in an event? Um, depends on what events you go to. Um, a lot of the events, uh, like beginner events, as long as you show up with a car that the battery's tight, the steering wheel's tight, the seat's tight, and you have a seatbelt, they don't care. So I guess we should, let's back up a little bit. So what is a drifting event? How what what it's involved? How how many you know, I mean, how many car, are there? A number of cars, competitors, classes, um, and what what is the drifting? I, I mean, I, I I could say the same if I went to a barrel race for horses. I'm like, uh, wh- what are they doing? So what 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 is a drifting event? <laughs> um, so typically there are not classes at all. Okay. Um, Usually, everybody just shows up, mm-hmm. jumps in line, and goes. Is it a matter of, um, is, there a, is there a time as far as maintaining a certain line or a certain type of a drift around, um, I guess, or is it like a course? Because I you know I've seen some drifting where you, you kind of do a figure eight, you're, you're changing direction on there, or is it just going in a continuous circle in one direction just trying to maintain the same momentum or how, how what, what are they what are they looking at what are they judging how, how what what do they do um so in a judged event we would have to run a specific course okay and there are um 
three different types of zones that we have to get into. There is a, oh, I don't remember what they call it. There's like a big box. Mm-hmm. It's usually like up against a wall. And we have to fill the box with the rear of our car as we drive by it. There you okay. go. Um, right. Then there's inner clips, which is usually a cone or it could be a wall where we have to move the front of the car next to Mm-hmm. And then there is a touch and go, which is usually a wall as well. And we literally have to touch the car on the wall without wrecking or causing serious damage and just keep going. And keep going. Yeah. Okay. And Cody does this, and he's yeah. 20 years old. Well, I mean, if you start at six, I, mean, I would expect that that <laughs> level of experience. Well, you know, so how old were you when you got your go-kart? Um, I was actually five whenever okay, I got Okay, so five. there you go. So Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I mean, you get you get over a decade <laughs> of experience. I would expect that's right. <laughs> now, do, now for the car, and it, do, do I did used to do some SCCA racing, uh, and that's a classifications because I had a CRX, so I had a little at the time it was D stock. I know that stuff's all changed since back in the dinosaur era. So that's why I was asking about different classifications. Now, usually uh, mine was a little stickered up, had some nice little decals on it. Do you, is it just, do people decorate their cars like a race car or something like that? Or is it just kind of want to go incognito coming in and coming out? Or is it, or is that a part of it or? No, I mean, our cars are usually just completely decked out with liveries. We don't go for like the typical track car with all the numbers Mm -hmm. and just stickers everywhere. We're like, we do a full wrap or paint job with stuff like that. It's nice. So okay, so um, let's talk about the the drifting community. How many guys and gals would you say are in this community at present uh, within the local Louisville demographic that you know of? Um, within Louisville, mm-hmm. not a lot. I was like actually say. drifting. Okay, gotcha. So you're um, you're one of ten, maybe. Something like okay. that, yeah. I got you. Louisville doesn't have very many of them. Right. Um, Indiana and Tennessee is usually where they all come where from. All, I got you. Okay, got you. Is there like a um, – and we were talking about how the drifting competitions are judged. Um, so once they award – I mean, they award points on that. Where do where would be so – so Salem up in the old Salem Speedway, they've got the that place down there. Is there a like a nationals type of an area where you go to Georgia, or is are most of those mostly in southern areas, or are they just just depends on where you are in the country? Like if you're going to go, you compete up in Salem, would you go anywhere else to compete, or is that? Yeah, absolutely. There's so we have our own series of drifting. It's called Formula Drift. Okay, and that is all over the country. Think of it as like F1. Or NASCAR, but for drifting. Okay. It's got, like, all the top guys in the U.S. all just trying to compete Very together. Good. And, it, and it doesn't matter. You could have, like, a, we were talking before we started, like a Tanner Faust come in. You could go to an event where you have people that are nationally known, and you're like, all right, going up against you, buddy. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've drove with a lot of the Formula Drift guys. Very good. That's great. That's great. I mean, to be that young and do this, that's awesome. He's 20. He's not that young anymore. Well, I I mean, (laughs) we're 50, so, yeah, he's young. 
Had <laughs> hey, to rub that he in. Had to sorry. make a sad all yeah, of a sudden. Let's know, go back exactly. to the good stuff here. So, what would you say <laughs> are the main modifications to make a drift car and and make it even better? I mean, I know downforce is a key ingredient. Slick tires, probably on the back. I mean, yeah. So um, offset with wheel camber. We talked about the Ackerman principle. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the kind of stuff that excites me is the, the physics behind the drift. Um, you know, you're using the back end of the car to actually steer it. Yeah. Yep. So, so talk to us about uh, some of the modifications that are done to these cars. So the main one across the board that everybody has to do before they even try is welding the differential. You want to weld the spider gears all together. That way there's no, you know, independence between the rear wheels. Oh, wow. And so um, if they spin, it's all in unison. Yeah. Yep. They have to spin right. together. Yep. Gotcha. So okay. um, another thing that people like to do, which shouldn't do until they're good enough for it, is an angle kit, okay. which allows the car to steer more than a normal car. So a normal car is usually between 30 and 35 degrees. My car with the current way it is will steer up to like 70, 75 degrees. So in other words, if your car is pointed all the way to the left or to the right, it's the wheels are way out. Yeah. 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 So, so this is a good question. Steering wheel. I mean, the circumference of the steering wheel can also make a difference in how many revolutions you personally are making to equal the um, control input. There you go, control input. Nice word, Eric. I like that. Yeah, that's why you hire me. Yeah, that's right. So, so am I right? I mean, uh, the, the bigger <laughs> the steering wheel, easier or harder, or how, how does that work? Um, personally, I don't know. I've had the same you. wheel since I started. I got you. So. so is it a stock wheel? Is it the stock circumference, you think? Or is it? I don't know. I got you. No, that's so, fine. So it, may yeah. not, so but, it doesn't necessarily matter because once, once you're in it, you're just maintaining with a slight adjustments. But yeah, there's probably more revolutions <laughs> to get to that lar- longer angle. No, not? not really. No? It's okay. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. I got you. So um, usually a typical steering wheel on a normal car uh, we'll go from lock on one side to lock on the other side in like three turns. Okay. Ours will do the exact same. Okay. In from lock to lock in three turns. In th- oh, gotcha. It's just extremely touchy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very cool. Do you have any sponsors? I do. Tell us about that. Um, so I have Brian Tooley Racing, mm-hmm. which is here in Kentucky in Bardstown. Um, I was actually at the PRI trade show yesterday talking with them, and I had my own slide in their booth. Oh, cool. That was super awesome. That is awesome. Good for you. Yep. And then I have uh, the rep company that did my rep. Okay. Um, They sponsored me. They are Graphic Effects in Tennessee. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, one of my newest sponsors is His Hands Tree Service. Okay. Um, They do all kinds of, like, tree trimming, and I believe they do some yard work and things like that, too. Gotcha. So you got three sponsors. I know I'm free. No, one more. Okay. Um, The company that put in my roll cage. Yep. Okay. Mad Fab and Performance. They are awesome. Oh, that's awesome. 
All right. So, and I was going to talk about, you know, as, as far as from a structural integrity piece, you're going to have to have a roll cage and no, no. Okay. Gotcha. No, you actually don't have to have one until, okay. but you have one. I do have one because okay. I compete. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. Anybody that's looking to do it, they don't have to have one. Like I said before, as long as battery's tight, seat's tight, steering wheel's tight, gotcha. you got a seatbelt. Right. Nobody's going to say anything. Gotcha. If it's, you know, not safe to drive, it's your own fault if something's happened. Okay, gotcha. So again, I, I love this stuff. So you're you're in this what year? Two forty? Ninety three. Ninety three. Two forty. Pop up headlights. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's manual. Mm-hmm. And how fast are you going for a car? I mean, no oil, no ice, no snow, just. Good old solid concrete. How fast do you have to be going to initiate be, the? Begin? It's sort of like the V one in an airplane. You know, there's no, there's a point of no return. You gotta, you gotta keep going. So what, what's, what's the magic number of miles per hour wise to begin drifting? Or is it? I guess it's probably or indicative. Ju- or, of, is it, or if it's just a <clears throat> thrust, or is it just a matter of? Yeah, if I hit the Force gas power, pedal at this point, weight ratio, power you're to in weight it. ratio. I get, yeah. yeah, do you have to? <laughs> yeah, do you have to rev up to get? Do you have to run up to get to a speed to, to lead into it, or is it just you're in it once you push the pedal down? Yeah, so a lot of the tracks do have a run up. Okay. Um, usually, we enter the drift from you know slowest being right around 20 miles an hour, and there's a track in Tennessee that's actually a NASCAR track where we enter the drift at over 100. Oh wow! wow. Well, and that's probably a bigger pad, I would imagine. It is. It's it's a much bigger course. Mm-hmm. But wow! So have you gone that fast? I yeah, guess? absolutely. Okay, no messing around, right? No, you got to be committed. So, so let's talk about tires. Um, the are the backs in fact slick, or are there uh, grabbing properties on these tires that help you gain and can keep? Or is the the front tires different in tread life than the back tires. I would assume that the back tires would be more slick. Am I right? No, actually. No. Okay. No. Well, um, I don't drift, so there we're you learning are. new things yeah. here, brother. <laughs> Go ahead. We're learning new things. Yep. Yeah. So my car has very grippy tires on the back. Okay. It's it's a very soft compound tire. I can almost dig my fingernail into it. Okay. Um, the fronts are a little more hard mm-hmm. just to make them last longer gotcha. because, you know, they're slanted with so much camber, it eats right. them okay. quickly. So I usually pick a harder tire for that gotcha. so it lasts longer. Is the camber also offset in the front as well, or is it just mostly back? No, just in the front. Just camber in the rear is completely flat. It is completely flat, and the camber is offset in the front. Yeah. And that's to accommodate the turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so whenever we... They're so slanted in the front that it's whenever we're at angle, they're sitting almost completely flat. Wow. Okay. Because we're steering so much, we have to have that. Gotcha. That's that's that that's really cool. So I'm assuming that the tire size in the back is larger than the tire size in the front. Am I right or wrong? Usually. Usually. For a competitive car, yeah, definitely. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, gotcha. This is this neat stuff. All right, so so locking diff, mm-hmm. um, no, no, not locking. 
it's welded. It is never not. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not moving. Right. It's, it is yeah. permanently. I mean, it's it's posi traction. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So so in the example of your car with the LS, what, what what's 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 the horsepower you got in this thing? Uh, so mine's like right at four hundred. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what other modifications did you have to do to this car to besides the differential? I mean, upgraded drive shaft. Uh, nope. Okay. No. Nope. Uh, well, we had a custom one made just because we were building it, and we bought the car as a shell, and we didn't have one. We gotcha. had a okay. custom made to, okay. you know, go ahead and. I think the guy that made it said it'd hold up to like eleven hundred horsepower. I got you. Okay. So okay. I'm not worried about it. Right. Gotcha. A lot of the guys do use stock well, okay. everything, though. So good. Good. Good question to ask. Is there a point where you? I mean. There could be too much horsepower, and you don't necessarily want that. Am I correct? I mean, there's there's got to be a point where it's okay. This is about the perfect amount of horsepower we need to do the type of drifting you're wanting to do. You don't need excessive horsepower for this, right? Um, honestly, it could go either way. Okay, horsepower isn't a huge factor, but it does play into it. Okay, um, my car being only four on horsepower is a lot different than a lot of motorsports because my car can keep up with one that's got a thousand horsepower. Gotcha. It's it's all in the driving. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. What is torque more of a what what you need the horsepower to drive on that? Just just for putting uh the power to the wheels to get them to spin the way you need them to, or is it it's just doesn't matter. Right. No. I mean you got power at your disposal, so you can Yeah. I mean I mean, your your foot pr- pretty much deser- determines what you need at the yeah. moment. Okay. Yeah, no. So, I mean, we honestly really don't need all that much torque either. It's just, so, we do a clutch kick, like push it in, mm-hmm. push the clutch in, rev up the engine, and just dump the clutch, and it forces the car to go sideways. And then once your foot's in it and the wheels are spinning, you just kind of feather it, and you pretty much just steer with the gas pedal in my car. That, isn't that something? It is so uncomplicated. <laughs> yeah, right. It is. We, we have gone through and described over explain. I mean, I appreciate you. I mean, because I would have thought, all, I mean, you know, we're looking at all the, the, the technical detail needed right. to do this. And it's like, no, you just hammer down and then just, just drive it around. Yeah. But to do competitive drifting, it's, it's different because the camber, the offsets on the front tires, because of what you're doing, you're not going to just take you know your rabbit out and just start sliding it around. Mm-hmm. It's are they they're, so they're all rear wheel drive. Yeah. Yep. Number one, you're not doing it with your front wheel drive. Stop it, people. <laughs> Unless it's snowing. <laughs> Unless it's snowing. <laughs> in, in which case, you're probably not in a spot safe spot to do that. Don't yeah. Leave the signs alone, people. I've seen WRXs drift though, and they're all wheel drives. So, yeah, there are a few select yeah. all-wheel drive cars, but usually they're, you know, crazy horsepower right. builds like Travis Pastrana's right. wagon or Ken Block's Hoonicorn. But gotcha. those are not going to be competing or even really be at the events that I go to. Okay, they they just don't fit in. Gotcha. So uh, let's let's talk about, uh, again. I, I'm getting all these questions as they're starting to pop in uh, yeah, that, that aren't that, on man. our that, question list. And it's like, okay, I got to ask. John's so, fanning, you know, fanning that motor going over I, yeah, there, man. Exactly You're right. That. No, there you go. Uh, what? So caster and tow on the uh, um, 
alignment side of things. So is caster and toe, are they manipulated in any way? Is it all just camber? Um, so toe is manipulated. Okay. Um, we tow the front wheels out. Out, okay. Gotcha. And the rear are towed in. Okay. And the reason we tow it out is because of the caster, or maybe it's the Ackerman. I don't remember. Okay. I got them mixed up. I got you. Yeah. But um, whenever using that angle, mm -hmm. um, because if we put them exactly straight, whenever we get to that angle, that will be pointed in. Okay. One time, I think it'll be... They'll pigeon toe. Yeah, they'll pigeon toe and like point in at yep. each other, and it will make the car extremely unsteady. Okay, gotcha. And that might be exp that, that explains, folks, when you go to do s fun things with your car. Right. Um, it's it's not going to slide. It's not just going to drift like a drift car because it's not set up for that. No. <clears throat> right. No. Exactly. Now, is there a, spe a specific uh, suspension that you put on it, or is it just stock suspension? Uh, so my car actually has coilovers. Okay. Yeah. So front, front and back. Yeah, front and rear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I would imagine that the memory, uh, or the, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I mean, it, it's stiff. In other words, right? I mean, this. No. 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 The front. <clears throat> Good thing has... I'm not drifting car. <laughs> <Your cars>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. No, the front has, uh, you know, some give to it, and the rear has. A, a lot more give to it um, okay. because in competitive drifting, we want the car to squat as we're drifting for more grip. Okay. We try to do pretty much whatever we can to get more grip to be faster than the rest of the guys. Okay. So let's talk about squatting. So downforce. Do you have a spoiler on this car? I do, but downforce is... Not Almost what you non-existent in drifting okay. because we're going sideways. The spoilers are all pointless. Right. I got it's you. all just for show. Okay, all just for show. Yep. And they're lightweight too, mostly, so it's not like it's yeah. helping grip the tires down no. or anything crazy like that either. Okay. Now, have you ever done? Uh, can I, when you said the um, drifting, uh, I, I'm sure some of the origins come from uh, open wheel dirt track racing, where I've, where you see them, they got the the big box that's sideways on the roof of the thing, and they're driving sideways all around this dirt track most of the time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's got to be some origins of well, let's take this off the dirt and do it out here. But I I don't know. A friend, his dad used to race those. Okay. And you, you get you get a wheel touch the other one, and you can tumble quite a bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I don't know if that was something that you ever did or that helped get into drifting or because you always see them just driving sideways and most people are thinking learning t tonight like we are oh drifting isn't just what you heard about in cars where uh the judge told them you know how to how to get into <laughs> how to drive on a dirt track right right it's, yeah so it's it's similar not similar i mean I guess it's kind of similar, but um, all the dirt track guys are like, oh, I can do that. I can do that. And then they come and get in a car and, you know, try it, and it's it's much different. Mm -hmm. um, well, on the surface, I mean, you're used to driving with a loose surface yeah. versus asphalt. That right. asphalt's not going anywhere. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. So talk to us about some of your accomplishments with drifting. So – you're you're in this 240. You're drifting. Um, 
let's say that there is a cone with an egg on the top of it and your objective is to knock the egg off but not the cone if you follow my example here yeah, yeah. i mean uh, how how um have you won any awards or any um you know uh, competitions uh doing these drifting um racing things yep yeah yeah i've uh there's a track in Clarksville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, they host competitions called the DK Series. Okay. Um, I won one of them. Okay. And I've came in second place twice. Gotcha. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Is the 240 the only car that you've drifted in? Um, being my personal car, yeah. Yeah, that... I've had a couple of guys at the track, you know, throw them the keys and like, here, go try it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've also drove uh, a 350Z. My girlfriend used to have a LS Swap 300ZX. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now she's actually traded for a 350Z. Nice. Because you know, they're just a better learner car. Mm-hmm. So. And now, are, now, so I guess that begs to ask, uh, are, is when is she going to be competing? Are you going to be competing against each other? Because yeah. that could make for some interesting <laughs> conversations. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, um, friendly comp- competition, but I mean, you know, I, that, that sounds like it'd be fun. I mean, you know, because we talk about, I'll let you answer here, but uh, we talk about how, you know, every bit, every bit of the car community from collecting to racing, it, it most of it comes down to, it's a family event. So it's not just you going out there doing it. It's it's you're out there with with the family. All every and usually everybody's involved in one way or another. So I guess uh, has she done events as well already? She has done events. It's she's not competed yet. She's still mm-hmm. very much learning. Okay, but um, you know I would love I would love to think that one day she would be up there competing with me. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I probably wouldn't see it in the next year or two, but you know, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, one day I would hope so. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it is. That is that is awesome. really cool. So, um, what would you say, uh, investment wise, uh, uh, a drift car would? I mean, I know that there's the the, the Nissans and the Toyotas and the, but I mean, on average, I mean, how much money are put into these cars to make them drifters? Roughly, I mean, is it? No, ten thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah. So, um, at the bottom end, just getting into it, just buy a car, rear wheel drive car, weld yep. the diff. Okay. It's got to be manual, mm-hmm. and then just go play. It's gotcha. That simple. You can get in for, you know, go buy a car for like five thousand right. and just jump in. Um, you know, the top of the line guys in Pro One Formula Drift, their cars are a hundred thousand plus. Gotcha. So gotcha. Now, tell us the story. You had taken this young boy, I think, on, mm-hmm. on a little bit of an excursion. Tell us a little yeah. bit about this. Yeah, so um, we were down in Clarksville, Tennessee. Um, there was a three-year-old boy that was parked next to us with his parents and his older brother. And every time I came back to the pits, he was always, you know, jumping in the passenger seat, helping me change tires, you know, just wanted to be a part of, you know, my crew. And uh, I went and asked the event host if I could give him a ride because he just was wanting to jump in the car, wanting right. to go. So went and asked the event host, and he was like, just strap his car seat in, be safe. And we put his car seat in there, strapped him in, and loved it. it was, yeah. He was terrified <laughs> for about the first half of the run, and then he, like, uncovered his eyes and was like, whoa. whoa. Yeah, right. 
Right, right, yeah, right. It was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. So how often do you practice drifting? Um, usually about twice a month. We go to the track. Twice a month. Uh, up in Salem? No, it could or be Clarksville or wherever. anywhere. It's Salem. Uh, I think the farthest we've gone is like eight hours down to Alabama. Is it assumed that you trailer this car down there? Yeah, it is not street legal. I was going to say. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Very, very cool. All right. Well, I, th- I guess I have a question to ask you here that I've asked, we ask everybody. And, and it's the, probably a really tough question here. When you did your, took your driver's test, what car did you take your driver's test in? 2007 Chevy Impala. 07 Impala. Wow, okay. There we go. Not, there we go. not too small, not too big. Yeah. Just enough to possibly get you in trouble with the parallel parking part. But I mean, <laughs> no, no, I mean when the when he the drifts when, his car when the, into when the, parallel when the, parking when the test guys like <laughs> holding on to the roof yeah, going, right. Hey, you got to keep your hands inside. That's right. There you <laughs> Slides go. Slides it right in there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever see marks at Bowman Field just from getting in the parallel parking, it wasn't because of an accident. That's it was, right. It was intentional. Uh, uh, exactly. You were safe. That's exactly right. Awesome. That's our first yeah. Impala, I think. Yeah, it might be. Absolutely. So we are at our 34-minute point, and I know this conversation has gone by quickly. Are there any shout-outs or anything else that you would like to say before we end this podcast? Um, I've already said my sponsors. Right. But um, my family yep. is really my biggest supporter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom has helped me with my marketing and media there you go. and things like that. My dad has helped put the car together. That's right. And they just, they've always been there. That's right. They push me to keep going and yep. to do better. And I don't know, they're just awesome. And now you got your girlfriend's going to give you some friendly competition too. Yep. There you go, man. That's awesome. Is her family also involved in it too? In hers, yes. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. That is awesome. And well, and I appreciate you coming out today because I learned a whole lot it, about this that yeah. you know, you can you can watch enough stuff on YouTube videos about here's somebody learning how to drift. Or uh the big guys that are national and been on host co-hosted TV shows that just say here's what I do, but you don't really learn about well, what's really involved in it? So I, I really appreciate you coming out tonight and educating us about it. It's, it's a level of, of, of motorsport that I honestly, in all the years that we've been talking about cars, mm-hmm. drifting, like, drifting's like, never been a topic. Drip yep. 101 right here. Yep. Yeah. So we learned a lot. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank this, you. this has been yeah. great. Well, Cody, again, it's been great having you here. We'd like to have you back. So yes. as your as your career in drifting continues and develops, and you know, if you get another car and you want to talk about it, please let please let us know because we'd love to have you back here for sure. So, so everybody, thanks for listening and happy motoring from your friends here at the Classic Car Corner Podcast. One hand on the wheel, pedal to the floor. River upon river, cut her loose on the green. Quarter mile suits my style. She's one hell of a machine. Old plastic car on the corner. Lord.
Drive you in my dreams. I'll drive you in my dreams. Drive.